my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to start a new tradition. Lots of holiday traditions will need to change this year. But with a little thoughtfulness, you can create new traditions that you'll want to keep even when the world goes back to something approaching normal. In recent episodes, I've been nudging people to remember that the holidays are upon us. So much associated with the holidays is tradition. We do it over and over again. And yet so much is going to have to change. There won't be the big parades or parties of years past. These things can sneak up on us. We aren't actively thinking, oh yeah, I always go to this party, until you realize that the party isn't happening, and the season can suddenly feel strange. Best to know this is going to happen, and to make other arrangements. I think the best approach is to think creatively, and figure out how you might start a new tradition that is fun enough that the missing traditions don't feel so bad, and you're inspired to stick with the new ones. For instance, I love going to holiday concerts, and there are going to be far fewer holiday concerts this year. But I could choose some favorite Christmas albums to listen to. I can play through my favorite holiday carols and hymns on the piano. Maybe I'll sing along. My kids are usually in the church Christmas pageant. My guess is that there won't be a pageant this year. But I have five kids, including a baby. I could stage my own nativity tableau if I wanted, with stuffed animals serving the role of beasts in the stable. In any case, I can have the kids read the Christmas story from the Bible at home, too. We could figure out a way to have this feel festive. If we are going to have fewer parties, maybe we make more cookies at home. Maybe we try a new Christmas dish or craft. This is the year to experiment. Make a list of ideas you might try. Ask your family members what they'd like to try. And then, as you're working through the list, pay attention. When are you really having fun? What does everyone seem to like? A year ago, my now 11-year-old and I made a Lego gingerbread house, and we really enjoyed doing that. So this year, I bought a Lego Christmas toy workshop off eBay, and he and my daughter and I will construct that. Last year, we also got matching pajamas for Christmas and everyone wore those Christmas morning. Now I fully expect us to all be in matching pajamas for every Christmas. This is how traditions start. 
We try stuff. We like it. We decide we'd like to try it again. If you experiment a lot this year, you will learn a lot about what people like and don't like. Of course, some stuff won't work. So it goes. This is the year to experiment, because there is a lot of open space in the absence of parties and holiday shows. We probably won't be going to the Nutcracker or Disney on Ice or anything like that. So we can try stuff out. Maybe you can too. And you just might come up with something that makes the cut for all years in the future, which will be a great way to remember this strange holiday season. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.